Welcome to Create Momentum for Positive Mindset. Today, my guest is Zishan Akbar. Zishan Akbar works with local community and support the community. Zishan, how are you? Yes, I'm good. How are you? I'm all good. How you been? How you keeping? I think uh, weekend was just gone. Did you enjoy the weekend with the family or work? Yeah, just uh, the weather was pretty good over the weekend. So I managed to get out, take the kids out to the park and just watch football. Just normal stuff. Good weekend. Okay. So, Zishan, could you please tell us about yourself? Yeah. Um, so I uh, was born and raised in London, uh, in East London. Um, yeah, growing up in this area was, was good. It was interesting. I mean, there's a big... Pakistani uh, and a Muslim community in this region so it was very comfortable growing up going to the local schools and um, you know going through that and stuff and uh, yeah so I basically at the moment I'm I you mentioned in the introduction about uh, working with the community so yeah in what I do is basically me and my partners uh, we we have a tuition we have two tuition centers five tuition centers in the local area where we provide uh, help with students uh, and their education to try and improve themselves outside school. Um, I mean, it was set up by two, uh, two of my uh, brother-in-laws, Shabazz and Afri, just over 10 years ago. Um, and then later on, I, I joined in with their project uh, in supporting uh, adult education. So apart from children, uh, we also support um, young adults trying to find work, um, aiding them in trying to gain qualifications so that they are able to go out and find work and, 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 and be members of society. Uh, this is the kind of support work that I do within the community. Um, yeah, so that, that's the kind of stuff that, that, I, uh, that I do. That's it. That is really great that you're helping the community to uh, get benefits and be useful. So, uh, Zishan, did you, do you always wanted to become a coach uh, or a mentor to the community? Um, I mean, I didn't really set out to become a mentor or a coach per se. It sort of kind of just happened. So, I mean, I, I started working uh, with the Learning Hub, which is my company and my partner's company, the ones that I mentioned earlier on, um, trying to support the local community um, and what I saw is that there was a need to help not just people within school or education but even people that are, are much older but don't have much education or they don't actually have uh, much qualifications to try and uh, get them into work so one of the things that we did was uh, me and my other colleague Osman Khan is we worked in trying to get people into security work, like for example, SIA courses. So we provided SIA courses within the local community, especially to those people that were, uh, didn't have much education or didn't have uh, you know, the, the necessarily skills to go into work, but they were desperate for work. So we helped them complete the courses, um, get them to get their badges, and then help them to find employment. Um, and whilst we were doing this job or whilst I was doing this job, obviously we interact with people, uh, we speak to people and sometimes they don't have the necessary knowledge or information and they ask us questions. And when they ask me questions and I respond and I'm helpful, I, I become a reference point for them. So if there's any other issue later on, they'll always refer back to me because they've come across somebody that's actually helped them in trying to 
achieve something. And maybe that might have been the first time for, the, for them to do that. I mean, a lot of international uh, students that have come in to the country and are, are looking for some part-time work, um, you know, these are the kind of people that are sort of vulnerable in the beginning because they don't know where to go. They don't know where to start. And then we was like a reference point for them. I was like a reference point for them. And as a result, I almost became like a mentor is the word that you use because they'll always use me as a reference point for any questions they had because their first experience with me was so hopeful for them. And so it's, it wasn't something that I set out to do. It almost kind of happened uh, organically without it being planned. And, and, and so now I understand that that is my role within the community. And, and, and I'm just focusing on trying to ensure that I can help as many people within the local community as much as I can. And the reason why it's really important for me is because, again, I was born and raised in this environment in East London, which has a, a reputation of being rough. Um, and I mean, again, for me, growing up, uh, I spent a lot of time on the on the road on the street playing football, meeting with other people. I came across lots of <laughs> interesting characters that you know have kind of gone astray, uh, got involved in gangs, got involved in in crime, uh, and and as a result, they've sort of gone off the wrong path. Uh, and and I've grown up seeing that. And I mean, I mean, thankfully, I never went down that path. I wasn't really interested in that per se, but I was around people that were kind of involved in that stuff. Uh, thankfully for me, I later on managed to go to university. I graduated with a politics and international relations degree. Um, but prior to that, when I was in school, I left with very bad GCSE grades. I went to college and I started from a foundation course. Uh, basically, uh, there was no hope for me, but I worked myself up. I spent four years in college and finally got to university. So I took the long way around just because I neglected my education at, the, at, at school. And that was just the environment that we were in. You know, it was, wasn't cool to, to be studious. It wasn't cool to get good grades or, or be smart necessarily. It was cool to, be, uh, to misbehave and to be disruptive and to be in detention. And so that kind of culture uh, caused myself to go down the wrong path in terms of neglecting the things that are important but thankfully I, I was at a, I was at a, a situation where I was in college and I wasn't around any friends and I felt kind of down and lonely and you know I had a bit of a spiritual awakening as well because I was down and lonely I felt like I needed help and support and you know obviously naturally you look towards uh, something greater than you and for me that was you know my religion in Islam and that gave me focus uh, and as a result of that, that changed my whole mindset and mentality. And that put me through college and that put me through university because my focus was no longer about, you know, being cool or following the crowd. It was more about, you know, being progressive and being helpful to the community, to myself first. And then as my journey grew to, to try and help in the community. So, I mean, to answer your question uh, in a, in a, a directly now is basically i mean it, uh, my experiences my life experiences my my journey caused me to become who i am now uh and and, and put me in the field that i'm in right now uh, but there was a there was, there was a background to it and that, that was some of the things that happened uh so it wasn't planned it, it, it just kind of organically happened well it's a quite a journey in between just i want to ask you what your thoughts are on self-education and academic education, how do you differentiate them? I mean, look, uh, we as individuals, we always are going to learn. Uh, 
uh, we always should try to yearn to progress. And that doesn't necessarily mean academically. It could be just being better as individuals, being more charitable, uh, I don't know, depending on your, your, your beliefs, you know, praying more, providing, doing more charity, helping other people. That's basically self-progress uh, uh, and learning and uh, and that's not necessarily academic, but the academic element of education is also very important because it opens up a lot of doors. It allows you to interact with loads of different people. So if I didn't get to university, the kind of interaction I would have had would have been very different to the kind of exposure I was able to get at university because I met people from different backgrounds, from different realities that weren't all like mine. And so I was able to learn from them. Uh, so that's kind of social interaction, but academic education is also very important because, like I mentioned, it opens doors with meeting people from different backgrounds. You can learn a lot from there. And it also gives you a sense of self-worth and it also gives you confidence. So, I mean, because I went through university and I graduated from university, it gives me a level of confidence that I may not have had if I didn't have that academic background. Maybe I wouldn't feel comfortable around people that may have been uh, academically qualified had degrees or, you know, hold professional roles, if I didn't have that education, uh, academic education, it wouldn't, it, it, maybe I wouldn't feel as confident in interacting with those kind of people. I mean, that's just the way I feel. So I think both, both are important uh, and we should always kind of should strive to, to, to you know, to be, be, to learn more because the more we learn, the, the, the better understanding and the more of an equilibrium we reach. Um, so I think both of them are really important. That is really great. Yeah, you, uh, that is true that both of them uh, are very important. As you get academic qualification, so you obviously know about particular subject, but you get self-education, like personal development, which is uh, I am fan of. So you know about uh, to deal with daily issues more. So you're absolutely right on there. So another question for you. What motivates you every day when you help a person to achieve the results? Okay, so, I mean, for me, um, the satisfaction that you, that you receive within yourself, knowing that you've actually helped somebody and made a difference to their life, I, th I think for me, that is, that is something that I've uh, gained a lot throughout my journey. Um, I mean, there's plenty of examples where I've had people come to us that are desperate to find work that have that have got rent they've got bills to pay and they don't know how how they're going to manage all of these things and they just want work where they can they could go and and, and earn a, a true living or honest living and and so we've helped them jump on for example SIA courses and they've gone through the process they've received their qualification we've helped them gain their badge and finally also helped them find employment and that person is forever grateful to you. Uh, that person is forever grateful, especially those that have traveled from foreign countries, from, you know, South Asia or wherever it may be, from, from Africa. And, and they are so grateful to you because you've helped them uh, put themselves in a position where they can actually look after themselves and their family and earn money and maybe even send money back home. And people may, back home may be very desperate for some of their income. And so the happiness that they have on their face and the gratitude that they show you because you've helped them uh i mean it's an amazing feeling i mean me personally i mean look at the end of the day we want to acquire wealth we want to have 
car, a nice car or a nice house or so on and so clothes or whatever it may be. And I'm not saying that they are not things that we should strive towards. And it's, I think it's okay if you want, if that's what you want to strive towards. But those things, these material things ultimately will not bring you uh, happiness. I mean, there's lots of people out in the world, like celebrities that we know of, that have all of the status and the wealth and the material things, and they're not happy. So in my opinion, you know, all of these material things are okay for you to have. There's nothing wrong with it, but that will not, in my opinion, give you ultimate peace of mind and happiness. For me, peace of mind and happiness or fulfillment and what it brings me by helping people is knowing that I'm helping them better themselves. And also for me, it's a spirit. There's a spiritual as aspect of it as well. There's a spiritual aspect that, you know, for me, at the end of the day, we're here to worship God. That's what he created us to do. And if we are doing good deeds, for his sake, for us to attain uh, good deeds, pleasurement from him so that we are, you know, entered into heaven and avoid he uh, hell, then these actions that we do help in that. And that is the ultimate, the ultimate goal, because having a big bank balance won't achieve that for me. But having a, a good bank balance, because that's important as well, but helping others and attaining uh, peace in mind and attaining good deeds for your for your uh, life after, if that's what you believe in, that's what I believe in. And I think that's the most important part for me. That's the one that gives me the most satisfaction. Yes, I've just a uh, few minutes to go about this. Um, there was somebody posted on uh, Instagram. It said materials last only for a few days. And after that, uh, it's the interest will gone. I mean, if you buy a new iPhone, for example, one day, two day, you play with it. And after that, for after a week, you say, oh, what? It's, it's just a phone. It's just an example. It came in my mind. So do you face any challenges and difficulties to set up your business or when you get on this field of uh, local community helping out? Yeah, so, I mean, I mentioned before uh, about how I initially started with the tuition center, the learning hub. But there's other things that I've also moved in onto uh, with my my other colleague Usman Khan, uh, and what we're basically our new project is we've been sort of working on is is trying to provide help to people that have minimum or no qualification to get them involved in uh, traineeships and apprenticeships so that they are able to go and gain qualifications and get some work experience so they're able to be part of society they're able to go and work. And in my previous experience, in my previous job, I worked at a, a, a youth hostel where there were lots of young, vulnerable people who were involved in gang crime or invo involved in violence and being removed from school. They come from broken families. And these people, they fall into a, a vicious cycle where they're not focused on uh, education. They don't they have no qualifications and then get involved in things like crime that leads them to prison and it's just a vicious cycle and, and, they, and they sort of ruin their lives. And I've, and, I've, and I've witnessed this at youth hostels. And so these are the kind of people that I want to help uh, um, uh, get into, you know, employment by getting them involved in traineeships and apprenticeships so that they're able to go and, you know, be a part of society and contribute to society as opposed to being on the outside and people looking them at, at you know, as, as uh, degenerates or, or anything like that. Uh, and so my new business venture is uh, Secure Your Future Academy, which is, uh, it's a, it's an organization which is trying, is gonna, is working with young people uh, uh, within our local area, those that have 
zero to minimal qualification and in trying them to get involved with uh, courses that we will offer to them like functional skills, maths and English, uh, customer service skills, uh, employability skills, uh, security courses, to give them qualifications, get them involved in traineeships so that they are able to go out and, you know, find employment to better themselves. Uh, and to answer your question as in what kind of difficulties do we face with that is we face difficulties because people are coming from uh, a situation where they're not used to working, situation where they are around a bad crowd, it's hard for them to get away, sometimes gangs. Um, they're influenced by, you know, the media, the music industry, where it's about making quick money uh, uh, and, you know, trying to do a course or going to do a job, which is, might start off with minimum wage. That's not appealing. So it, the difficulty we find is to try to get these people to come along with us so that we can help them to progress. And sometimes we get a lot of resistance from them because that's something that they don't want to do, even though they know it's a better path for them. But because they're so used to doing things that the way they are, it's hard for us to motivate them to get them in with us so that we can help them in the future. So those are the kind of difficulties we face. So what do you want in life? Uh, it's a very uh, philosophical question, which is really hard to kind of uh, um, answer. I mean, lots of people have tried in the past. In terms of me personally, what do I want from life? I mean, look, I'm, I, in my, I'm a very simple person. I'm, I have a family, I have kids, I have wider family. Um, I want to have good relationships with them, good terms with them. I want to be able to, you know, earn my money in, 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 a, in a respectable halal way. I want to be able to provide my children with the things that they need so that they can grow up and become independent. I want to do all of these things in line with what I understand to be right and wrong uh, because ultimately for me the, my main objective is to ensure that I am a good person and that my creator Allah is happy with me and if I can do that in my life in terms of work in terms of my relationships in terms of whatever's been recommended uh, by our prophet to do then that for me would give me happiness I don't I want money I want all of the things that everybody else wants yeah I, I, li I like to drive a nice car and I like to have a big house and all of the things that everybody else desires to have. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Even from a religious perspective, there's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, that's not my main focus. And I don't think that's going to ever give me happiness. So, uh, you know, what do I want from life? I mean, I just want to be happy ultimately. And being happy means for me to do what's good and what's right and be on the right path. And, and I think everything else will kind of fall into place. Even if there are difficulties that you face in life, as soon as you realize that at the end of the day, ultimately, what your real purpose is and what this life is really about it kind of puts everything into perspective and that's what really gives you peace so i mean as long as i'm doing those things then i think i'll be happy all right last question and wrap up after this so what is the definition of success in your dictionary i mean it's just similar to what i just said it's just continuing from the point that i just made my uh, what is uh, success according to me is basically you know, doing what is right according to your views and principles. I have my own set of views and principles according to what is morally, ethically right. That is what is success. Um, gaining lots of wealth, which some people might say is uh, is a, a like a benchmark of success, 
if that's done for me in in the wrong way if i start to earn money but in a way by you know cheating other people or you know trying to cut corners and doing things in the wrong way then for me that would be something that wouldn't be successful you know because with a drug dealer who's got a big house and a big car and lots of money is that somebody that me and you would look at and say oh he's successful we would say oh he's not really successful because the means in which he earned that wealth was illegal so for me being successful is linked to uh, what is right and what is wrong morally and ethically and that primarily goes back down to my beliefs and my religion so as long as that is completed and that's followed ultimate success for me success for me would be to to obviously go to jannah that is the ultimate success everything else is kind of secondary to that but you can use all of that in your life to attain that so if i earn money in the, in the right way and then give charity and i'm helpful then i've managed to live my life earn my wealth and get a nice car and give charity and meet my objective which is to please god so for me success is that really based on my principle success is not about materialist materialism or anything like that it's about spirituality it's about doing what is right to attain the ultimate goal which is obviously to be with with allah in heaven zishan uh, thank you very much for your time i'm really grateful and thankful to you that you have taken time out and you came to the podcast for create momentum so before we go any message you have for your family friends or uh, people in pakistan or anywhere else so please give that message to us yeah so my message to everybody is basically you know try and always try your best to make sure you do the right thing even if uh you know it's easier to do the wrong thing try and always do the right thing always obviously respect your elders respect your parents and uh you know pray and make dua for lots of people out in the world today that are suffering uh that are facing problems that we and we may not be sitting in our comfortable uh homes uh be away from all of that stuff so always remember those people and just generally my message to everybody is you know keep your family and your your loved ones close to you keep them happy and do good and be good to everybody and uh, hopefully you know people will appreciate the things that we do and 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 we will benefit from that okay that's really uh, it's a great message and uh, if people want to connect with you do you have a instagram or anything where uh, uh, a email which you can give me i'll put it in a, your, your link or if you have a website in a description yeah so I- Yeah so you can yeah, forward so I, to me Yeah I have I can I can give my email uh, address um I'm not really too much on social media I'm on Facebook sometimes here and there but email would probably be the best form of communication if anybody would did want to get in contact with me Okay thank you and inshallah we'll see you soon yeah Okay thank you